0: WV stands for the great state of West Virginia, and every quarter we cover something in West Virginia. Stacy and myself, JR, are your hosts, so please come along for this venture to Uncommonplace.
1: Welcome to West Virginia Uncommonplace. Uh, I have a series that I do. It's called Author Circle, but this is not gonna be one of these author circles. This episode this episode is gonna be monumental. This one right here, I feel it's gonna have some en- entities involved here. Um, a little supernatural that some people are gonna say is supernatural. We're gonna just tag it that way because we don't want things to sound taboo because we're all uh, native to this world and we know how things roll in-, in it. I have with me today, Connor Flynn. Can you please introduce yourself once again? since even though I introduced you and tell them about yourself and then I will dive into my questions and different things that I want to ask you.
0: Yeah, man, I appreciate being on the show. First and foremost, I uh, love your work. And the fact that you were just in my hometown in Cleveland, you know, I was admiring it, looking at watching, watching the Lake Erie footage, telling you to watch out for Bestie, man, I I was living vicariously. But yeah, I grew up right on Lake Erie. And then I moved down to Florida. I've lived out of my car for a few years. Now I live in a trailer. I umpire baseball, work at a comic book store. Wrote a few books this past year. I run Bigfoot Anonymous. And every day I'm investigating just what's out there. I'm going in abandoned houses, haunted trails, uh, talking to people that have had cryptid sightings and encounters. I'm interviewing people around town. I'm doing interviews. I'm just always boots on the ground, you know, full throttle. So it's, it's cool to settle down and, uh, you know, dive into things here, man.
1: Okay. Okay. I get that. Now let's talk about Bigfoot for for a moment. Give us the story on Bigfoot, because because here's the thing: people talk about Bigfoot, and I, and I come from a mountainous area, and um, we talk about certain things. You know, now West Virginia is a little different because our mountains is not that they're high; they're very jagged, and we know that if Bigfoot existed where we are it, or where I'm from, it would be kind of hard for him to come up and down out the mountains. He might fall off a cliff and die on a piece of coal, but. Uh, Give us a a story about Bigfoot real fast. Where did 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 your excitement and enthusiasm for Bigfoot start?
0: It all started back in Ohio. You know, hiking at the Cuyahoga Valley National Park right by Helltown, you get to hear all the stories of the Ohio grassman and the peninsula python. And I was always surrounded by werewolf and dogman lore. I had my own encounter when I was 12 with my two buddies, Jake and Alex, where we saw this monstrous creature down in a den. It swept us with energy and we were peeking through this little doorway and they they saw it uh, months before and reported it as a, a walking deer, like a Wendigo or a skinwalker. But uh, we saw it was a dogman or some type of werewolf creature. And that just propelled me forward into this world of cryptids because they told us that didn't exist and we had for multiple of us it was no hallucination and the guy's mother whose property it happened on she heard many calls of oh ooh, through the night and she made it sound like it was a man like owl so just it It goes back to our roots. And then you dive into all the credible sightings between military and police and all the Native Americans and the Yeti, the Yaren, the Skunk Ape, the Boogeyman. We've all heard the stories of the monsters in the dark, but they are true. But the thing is, they're not all bad things. They are our ancestors. They are watchers of this earth. Yes, like some of humans, they are bad too but most of them are nurturers and they look out after their little brothers who are us. So we just have to really absorb the situation and dive into it. But it's not just Bigfoot and Dogman out there. There's many fairies and gremlins and trolls and caverns under our feet and Middle Earth. You know, I look at every single movie that it has some roots in reality. So it just takes me and throws me into these dark alleys and deep spider webs of just truth and knowledge and I have no truth no no choice but to face it
1: right so sort of like if you ever came to West Virginia you would hear about our our greatest thing the Mothman. Yup. yeah so so kind of like follow that same kind of lineage because uh you know a lot of people died in Point Pleasant West Virginia slash Ohio and yeah. people, people, people want to act like it didn't happen. But why would people be so descriptive of what it looks like? And why is there it's a statue? Right. And why is there a statue in the center of town? That was one of the main reasons I got you on here because people flock to that area and have seen this. So it kind of follows the same thing. And you know, we do have naysayers that are going to say supernatural stuff doesn't happen. But to those people, I always say this: It's always great to have a well-rounded mind. It's always great to have a flat mind too. So, so either one that you want to live with, we're going to let you live with it. We might not accept everything in the round or flat, you know, minds, but you can live with that and all the type of mind that I decide to have. Now diving into your books. uh, Here's the thing before we get into it, What inspired you first to, to author books?
0: Yeah. uh, I've always been a writer. I actually have a journal from the year 2000 that I wrote a letter to myself that I wanted to be a writer. So it even when I was eight years old, it was in my blood. But then I worked for the school newspaper and I wrote for a couple independent mixed martial arts websites and uh, just had a love for telling stories. And then I wrote films and been a part of some scripts and uh, plays and musicals. And I just needed to document all this stuff because I've had so many experiences of living across America and visiting, you know, family members and staying the weekend and diving into a plethora of haunted places. So I just wanted to document this in a way to remember it, you know, in my own way, it's an autobiography, but it's a story about myself and about you and about the environment. It's just a history lesson of reality and humanity. So I just felt the need to, to tell a lot of the stories, you know, it was needed to be done. And I I hope many people have uh, been inspired by it, you know, because every morning I wake up and put words on the paper and people do the same just with Instagram and tweets and text messages. Let's just take 15 minutes for ourselves and try to be creative, you know, and that first morning burst of energy, I just run with it before the world and the static get to me, so it, every morning and during the hurricane when our power was out, uh, I'd charge my my uh, laptop at my mom's house on a generator, and I'd come home and I have two hours. I'd watch a little bit of movies and I'd type, and uh, you know, <laughs> a couple weeks later, I had a couple books and. I'm not stopping anytime soon. This guy, uh, Dale Cox, he runs Two Egg TV. He's written 28 books, I'm pretty sure. And I've written three. So I'm trying to catch up to him. I got about four of them coming in the next six months. So I'm very excited. And I'm just, you know, getting those words out. And uh, I'm not hard on myself anymore. You know, I used to be a perfectionist. But you know what? Be perfect in the moment. And that will live forever. That's what I aim for.
1: Okay. And I like that sentiment that you put there at the end. So let's get into this. You have a series, His Story Rewinds. Okay. Yeah. And currently at the moment, there are three books, correct, that are involved?
0: Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir.
1: All right. You don't have to call me, sir. You call me JR. We're formal.
0: Now, <laughs> uh, tell us
1: about the very first book.
0: Yeah. The first book is Erie Swamps, Road Trip to Eden. And that documents my journey moving from Ohio on Lake Erie down to the Florida swamps. And I lived out of my car uh, for a while and stayed at marinas and 24 hour gas stations and rest stops and dead end streets. So I got to experience a lot and talk to some very strange people. But it's crazy because My trail was also traced out when I was a young boy because I did the same road trip uh, with my grandparents visiting my Aunt Gloria down in Panama, right around where I live now. So it's kind of crazy how history repeats, history rewinds, you know, just like a VHS tape. Everything is already written out. You just have to live it. Oh, man. And living it is the fun. And you can change a little bit. Uh, We're not stuck in fate. We have the power to be anything and we can manifest our reality. So I've just been trying to push this out and past two years, sadly, the world has been exactly how I've been reading it, but my reality, I've been trying to really push my dreams before what I think is, you know, Armageddon and the sky raining down. I want to knock a few things off my bucket list just because I woke up, uh, you know, 25 years into it and wanted to play music and was mad at myself about things in my childhood, wasted time, you know, never is too late. You can always start. So, you know, I taught myself guitar and just been running with it and wrote three books ever since. And the next one was Big Brother Bigfoot. And that one is like my, my journal, man. That one is my pride and joy. It's a journey of uh, exploring cryptid-like monsters like the Mothman, bigfoot skunk ape the tennessee titans the mogion monster the big bear beast i'm diving into angels and demons you know the beginning of my uh, journey might reflect to the end of it all my first book road trip to eden i actually go to the garden of eden where 27 of the 28 trees from the bible lie there's a park here that uh is described in the bible as a delta that breaks into four rivers there's only two places in the whole world that are exactly like that right here in bristol florida on the apalachicola river or siberia and there's many stories uh, coming from the african you know euphrates river and the tigris river but it has been retold many times. And I think stories like Atlantis and UFO bases under the Great Lakes and hidden pyramids in the Grand Canyon are hiding the real truth and roots of this country. So I just try to dive into our history because our history is a lot better than these presidents in a White House. We had kings and queens. We had copper and gold and silver kingdoms and these mounds that uh, lined up with the sun and the moon and talk to the stars. There's the eclipse tomorrow night, and it's going to be so magical. I'm uh, going to the Indian mounds around here. There's six of them in Chattahoochee uh, that central that circle uh, go in a semicircle around a central one. And the moonlight and the blood moon eclipse is going to be super powerful. And I uh, have this drink called psychedelic water that I bought, bought online and has these special uh, leaves in it. And I hope the vibes are right. And that's going to be a chapter in itself. I'm really looking forward to it. So that'll, that'll you know, I'm just so- living, trying to document it. And then it just comes out cover to cover.
1: <laughs> and so, and so that could, that'll be something in the next book that you put out. Or a future book after that, correct?
0: Yes, yes. I have a couple of books on the verge of coming out here soon. One is called The Adventures of Countrymen and Sabercat. And my buddy Ronnie is named Sabercat because he always finds prehistoric bones. I don't know if you saw the articles that recently came out about our team, but he found a first metacarpal thumb bone of a giant. And just like these mound builders, they used to find skeletons over in Moundsville, West Virginia and Wheeling, West Virginia. You know, every, every local knows about it. But Ronnie found a thumb bone of a giant, and it created a buzz, because Sasquatch is real, there's Bigfoot bones that surround us, man, the evidence <laughs> is out there, but yes, the adventures of countrymen and Saber Cat, and then my next uh, fun one will be, every camp has a crystal lake, and that's going to talk <laughs> about all the haunted camps and campuses and universities that I've visited, uh, because I, I have a lot of college friends that I love you know, staying on their floor at their dorm and just experiencing the college life. I I love throwing myself into the ring of fire. You have to.
1: (laughs) Yes. Now, uh, another venture, you have movies, you have documentaries, you have things you're doing on that. Um, One thing that we want to plug early because like I said when me and you first got to talking about this I do a very amateur podcast can you please tell everybody where tell everyone where you can where they can find you on social media just real fast because you know people get tied in and some people don't listen at the very beginning they listen to the middle of the podcast and put some ads in here or something they're going to hear a break so they'll they definitely need to know where they can find you and reach you and get in touch with you because you're an enigma charismatic enigma you're not Jeff Hardy but close enough. (laughs)
0: hey i appreciate it man yeah jeff hardy and matt hardy are my favorite wrestlers and and jeff was just in tallahassee recently i got i wish i got to see uh his band play it would have been magical but i'm on youtube at bigfoot anon uh tiktok bigfoot anonymous instagram bigfoot anonymous uh twitter i have overlooked youth it's a music page i also make music on the guitar and i make hip-hop music as c Flinna. i have tons of music videos online dive into them uh, connor flynn on amazon i have my books on there but you could also check out my author page because i love just you know spreading the word about the information but uh you know you can find me pretty much anywhere online panhandle at gmail.com if you have any good uh creepy stories or good places that uh you would like me to check out you know that have uh natural history and permission to check out you know in the future that we could dive into i would love to do it
1: Okay, now let me ask you this. What about Tumblr? Because Tumblr is one of those sites that would definitely go real good with everything that you got going on.
0: Yeah, I used to be on Tumblr back in the early days, but really I haven't thought about it. So thank you for that. And I'm, I'll am i hop on and I have so many posts and so much content that it would be nice and easy. And uh, while I'm at work every day, I could set, you know, five or six minutes aside to you know do tumblr and that that would be nice thank you and then one more because this is the one for
1: the younger kids discord Are you, yeah did,
0: yeah you yeah. On I've, been on and off, I've been on and off discord because you know i'm in the field with my phone so i run out of space i gotta down. i gotta delete an app on on the go you know so <laughs> i uh deleted discord recently but i uh, definitely want to get one going you know same with reddit i have a reddit uh, but I'm not too big on the forums. I I need to dive more into that. But, uh, you know, at, if, if you follow my Instagram and my YouTube, you know that I stay active in these investigations every oh, yeah. day is something new and history is out there. Even if it's geocaching or Pokemon go, I'm trying to tell stories, you know, we need to know that treasure surrounds us. And so does history.
1: Yeah. And that is so true. Now, um, Outside of everything that you got going on here, um, the one thing that I always ask people is to give back to the audience and, and to help inspire other people because you're a very creative person. You've got a lot of charisma. Charisma is not something that's given to you. It's not something that you pay for. It's something you're born with. And not a lot of people have it. So I want to tell you, thank you on that first thing. Um, so giving back as an author, what was the most challenging thing um, that you came across when writing these books or writing any one of the books?
0: Yeah, it's really about just being an outcast of society, you know, because when you're writing a book, it's you in the paper and no one is going to play, play pity for you. No one's going to feel sorry for you. No one's going to put you high up on a pedestal. Uh, You got to down yourself to, you know, it's just homework. I got to do this for myself. And you don't have to think about the world because the world will uh, let you down most of the time but in beautiful ways, it is going to surprise you. So you can't give too much into like trying to find the answers. You just got to write that book, let it get out. And then stories like this, I could have never, you know, imagine talking about it, you know, a year later with someone that knows what I'm talking about. You live right in the areas that I was writing about. You were just in Cleveland. So it's just such a beautiful energy that I could have never imagined while writing it. But in a way, I created it while writing it. So you just have to go with the flow and just take take the punches while they come because the, the sunny days are just so special. And just be proud of yourself, you know. And once I published that first one, it was just like such a weight off my shoulders. I had I had SD cards everywhere. I gave them to my neighbor. I gave them to my mom. Just in case I was in a car accident or anything. It's horrible to say, but you know, I worked so hard on this that I needed to get it out, even if it wasn't by me. It was just my project. So just just work and don't even think about the rest of the world because the rest of the world is so backwards and crazy right now. Don't let it even taint your words. You know, it's it's that sacred thing, a sacred bond between the pen, the ink, the paper, your ideas, and then. The outside world, pop that bubble when it's ready.
1: Okay, now um, I pay homage to a um, television show called Twenty Twenty. Um, it's based on uh, journalistic integrity, so I have some intense questions, and the intense questions I never prepare anybody for them, and I always have these questions lined up because there was a guy named John Stossel that was on there. He was a comedian. Diane Sawyer did some semi-intense questions, but Barbara Walters, she would get these questions right. She would hit you with just one. And it's that question that stops you for a second. You're like, how do I answer this? So I'm just going to give you three to nine because you came on and uh, audience, you have to understand this, uh, for some strange reason with my schedule and with everything that goes on, I'm doing shows fly by night because we've talked about this for what, two, two, three weeks now? And yeah. we, ne- we never set a time and you literally, I just hit you up at like, it's 1046 here. So I hit him up like 30 minutes ago. And we just got all this together. So everything we're doing is kind of on the fly. Um, I, I did have a few questions already, you know, running around, but you already answered those. So here's my first question. This is what we will build on and we'll keep going. Okay. You're Connor Flynn. Okay. Bigfoot anonymous. That is your bread and butter. If you sold Bigfoot anonymous tomorrow, the whole entity. Okay. What would be your next venture?
0: That's that's definitely a good question. Uh, I would definitely dive into uh, something with fishing. You know, if I had some kind of uh, money and some kind of huge pot, you know, from selling Bigfoot Anonymous and just the whole thing, uh, I would run. I would run and buy a boat as quick as possible, and then I would be working as a fisherman on the Gulf. You know, tomorrow morning, uh, and hopefully bringing people on there because fishing pays well. And when you love it, it's not even work. And when you're out there on the golf, man, it's paradise. And I love deep sea fishing. And honestly, that goes a lot with the uh, Bigfoot Anonymous, just because the golf is full of like the Pensacola serpent. You know, Godzilla was just uh, going through the golf in the newest movie. So yes. it's full of legends of UFO encounters. So I'd still be, you know, kind of doing the same stuff but I'd love just to be fishing out there. Something with fishing, and uh, my mom loves fishing too, so she would be out there uh,
1: bait, <laughs> baiting
0: for the, uh, the people, you know, all the tourists. We'd bring them down, all the Canadians. If they want to come and fish and catch big ones, uh, red snapper, then let's do it. Uh, hop on my boat. I would love that.
1: Okay, now, um, we always deal with the the, the positive sides of things. Um, and I never try to correlate uh, positive negative. But I do have one negative question to ask you. And, and I'm not asking a simple question of, oh, do you believe in Bigfoot? Because that's not what I, we don't care about that. Here's a question I got. Tell us about one of your failures. Because people can always tell about a bright spot, but a failure, you built a mountain off that. And we don't get to hear the failures that people have. What was a major failure you've had inside of this? And what did the mountain look like after you built it over top of that?
0: Yeah, I've had a couple failures just through my career. Uh, when I was in high school uh, writing for the school paper, I was the head editor and I wrote uh, for the side for newspapers and other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So we reused newspaper articles and that, that was fine, like legal and stuff, but, but we mentioned alcohol. Well, one guy, part of my team mentioned alcohol that uh, you know the drinks were pouring because there was like a fight in the crowd. And he was really painting a picture of the situation. But the school took it as we were promoting uh, underage drinking. And at that point, I never drank in my life. You know, we were were pretty square in high school. And uh, they still put me up for expulsion. And they uh, removed me as an editor. And it really just took a hit. But that also showed me, you know, censorship. I was like, they're trying to, you know, change the story It has nothing to do with underage drinking. Uh, But I definitely took my L. And that was one of them. You know, I never finished college and that definitely, uh, hurt a lot of my family members feelings. Me personally, I knew that I had bigger things at play, you know, there was real life incidents and, you know, my sister, uh, was in rehab for a while and my house got broken into. So I couldn't be away at college. You know, I finished out the year and then I had to move back home and, you know, I get looked at as the dropout. But you know, I think I that was one of the more adult situations uh, I've ever handled. And then just uh, more recent times, I've been on podcasts and uh, gotten in arguments, or not even arguments, just like he did debates with people. And uh, you know, I always put the truth first, but the truth can hurt people's feelings. And sometimes you gotta think about people's feelings. And uh, not that I hurt anybody's feelings, but I just have to. About things uh, a certain way, you know. I'm full of energy, and sometimes people take that as like egotistical or something. And everybody has to have a little bit of confidence, you know. But yes. the thing is, like, what I think of myself is, I think of my brothers and sisters. So, you know, if I'm raising on top of the mountain, then that's what I think of you too. So, just because everybody else having a pity party and you know thinking down themselves, they shouldn't be mad at people that are trying to shine bright. Uh, but you know, it all comes in many forms. I know that I am a loud mouth, hard headed, crazy (laughs) uh, fool. So, you know, of course the stuff's going to come off a little weird, you know, and my grandparents and a lot of my aunts and uncles still uh, think I'm a little cuckoo and, you know, I'm calling out uh, bad politics and, you know, just backward stuff in this world and a lot of my family members have turned their back on me and it doesn't matter how many books i've written or you know or how many sasquatch bones uh i find or if the discovery channel hit me up or how many interviews or how hard i work you know it doesn't matter they some people have already turned their back on me and and that sucks but that's part of it that's part of life you know people turn backs on people for having a kid too early and that's their most beautiful precious gift in their whole world so you know i could just keep walking my walk and whoever wants to hop on my path uh they can do it and if not then they better move it because this train's coming through and uh i've hopped on trains before and it's uh not fun so get out of the way
1: right and i like that inside of what you said you talked about censorship but one thing that you've been very heavily on is connotation connotation how people perceive and how they take the perception, and then they project it. Um, I see with what you do that you probably deal with a lot of that, for the simple fact that someone's going to say, oh, this is not right, this is not how things are, and what I like about you is you're very open, and I've heard a little bit of the debates, because I, like I said, we do research, um, and you're the type of person that if it's Uh, an opinion that has merit, that's fine. If it's an opinion, and excuse me, this show, we do custom. If it's an opinion that has bullshit, you know, you don't even waste your time. You don't entertain it. And that's professionalism. That's something about you. I like there because people will not do that. People will argue something down to the ground, even though you may be right. Some people you're not going to get through to. And that's one thing that I wish more people had for me. So that's another pat on the back right there. Um, So let's go into this hard-hitting question. Okay. You got three books out here. You're working on the fourth. You're working on the fifth. You're working on the sixth. You're working on the seventh. You're working on the eighth. You're working on the ninth and the 10th. What's the next media for you? You're already YouTubing. You're already in the books. You got music out here. Are you going to write a play or you're doing movies? So we can't even talk about that part of media. What else is there left for Connor Flynn to do? Are you going to do a show live in the air or what? What's next for you? Because you've, yeah. plat- you've reached a lot of plateaus. The major thing that you have to understand is you're an influencer. And with what you've done, you've moved across all media. With you being across all media, you're under a microscope, even if you don't think about it. Um, because of today's society, you're a celebrity and don't even know it. And, and, and I had to learn that the hard way because I actually went somewhere and someone recognized me They said, hey, you do this podcast. I seen you dancing and shaking in a TikTok video. You're the West Virginia guy that doesn't do shows yeah. about West Virginia. So I was like, yeah, I am the guy that does shows with West Virginia my name, but I never do one about West Virginia. But <laughs> anyway, how does it, what is that? It's pressure? a small world. Yeah. What is that pressure like to you? Do you, yeah. do you even know it yet? Or have you felt it? Do you, you know that there's actual pressure out there? People know Connor Flynn, Bigfoot Anonymous. How does that, how does that pressure weigh in on you?
0: Yeah, 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 that's a great question. Uh, I definitely put so much pressure on myself that you know it's hard for the world to even match that. You know, it's <laughs> hard to it's hard to match the inner inner pressure because I know uh, the world is out there. But I also, you know, it's 50 I I know there's some kind of pressure out there, but I'm just walking my walk, being myself. So uh, you know, I just have to naturally keep being myself and telling the stories that I love. It's not. Uh, hard work, like pressure, like all oh, the games on line. it's more like, yo, just uh, a pat on the back and just keep, keep being you because I'm just telling the stories that I want to hear, you know? So I'm just, I'm just going out there, but in ways as well at my comic book store, when they start talking about, you know, the Bigfoot guy and then mm-hmm. it, you know, leaks back to my boss. Yeah. It definitely, uh, becomes real, uh, plenty of times, you know, and, uh, it's, it's, it gets, it gets heavy. And, you know, when we do these live shows, uh, you know, and I had like 80 viewers and, you know, my, my truths or the stuff I've researched uh, doesn't add up to the stuff they, you know, heard, then they, they hit me full force. And, you know, they've called me, you know, drug addict and crackheads. And, you know, I have family members that battled through that. And that was a big big thing with uh, moving from Ohio down to uh, Florida, because my house got broken into bad people uh, knew where I lived. you know, it was a lot for my mom and my family. So that just hearing that and dealing with, you know, being called a drug addict, and then a burnout, and then the pressure of writing the next book, you know, I, I want to be the next great writer, you know, and I, I believe I am and I believe Stephen O'Pri and all my other buddies who are writers, they are too, we all can be the next uh, Beethoven, you know, if you're if you're making classical music, aim for that. You know, we could be the next Kobe Bryant. You don't have to be in the NBA. Find your own success. You know, there are so many avenues out there. TikTok, Instagram, just create and be yourself. And yes, that comes with a lot of pressure and anxiety, but you know, just be yourself and be in this natural world. I I deal a lot with like anxiety and stuff, but I also know that that is so artificial and fabricated, and that's what they want you to feel like. But when you are barefoot and you're outside in the creek, do you feel pressure when you're walking where you know you're supposed to be? Is there anything on you no like just go life and feel that breeze you know so just forget about the pressure i sure as heck don't care about the pressure when i'm recording you guys hear me i'm yelling at the top of my lungs i'm right at these haunted houses i'm investigating you know i'm in the moment so i just try to be in the moment and if the moment has pressure then yes but uh i don't know man that's such a good question and i rounded about it and uh (laughs) But yeah, I feel so much pressure, but if, the, if it can match what I already put on myself, you know, because I want the most out of this experience, you know, I, I don't have, uh, I don't have, uh, what's it called a microwave in here. You know, I try to eat limited meats. I don't drink soda. I, I, I put, I put that on myself, you know, because I know that this is a facade and illusion and it's tempting. It's so tempting this whole world, but you have to be bigger than it and if you're bigger than it then what what's some ants you know ants are dangerous if they're in their pile but you can just walk away
1: okay and i like that answer now um i want to thank you for being a guest on west virginia and commonplace and here's the last question that we'll lead into um this one like i said I, i do different formats with different people um Normally, where you have books, this would have been an author circle, and it would have been a lighthearted conversation about books, but we got to go around. Um, I'm going to invite you back later on when we talk about comic books, because I didn't know that you have a comic book arc. Um, so what I want you to do in an audience, this is, like I said, this is basically a freestyle podcast tonight. Um, if you get a chance, look over Age of Apocalypse, the story arc from X-Men in the mid-90s. That was one of my favorite ones. I, I'd like to have to talk with someone about that. Uh, if anything, check out uh, X Men Omega and Alpha. Alpha first, and Omega obviously from that series. That's the one where uh, Charles Xavier gets killed by Legion. And uh, yes, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, so that's a pretty good one. So I'll definitely have to have you on for that. Now here's Great. this la- here's this last question. Okay, you haven't defined what success is to you but obviously you can tell that you are successful, okay? So we don't need your definition of success because you live it, you breathe it, you sleep with it, you get mad at it, you go through all the range of emotions with it. Um, So four years from now, where do you see yourself? And when I say four years, listen to this real quick. I'm not talking about the perspective of what you gain from success, but what type of person do you wanna be in four years? Because this is the thing that we do in life. I don't believe in change. I believe in we evolve and we revolve. I like that. And I think deep down you're going to take those words and that'll be your next catchphrase. You might make a T-shirt out of it with your cricket or something. But if you really think about that, we really don't change. We evolve, which someone's going to say it changes, but I'm not going to say that. And then we we'll revolve, um, yeah, around something else. We'll change. We'll say that evolve as a change, but I'm not going to say that. We evolve. That's making yourself a little bit different than what you were. And then you're going to revolve around whatever your evolution is. Yeah, and then I like, to, that. I like and, then, and then you're going to step up. And that's just the scientific way we can think of that. So what, what are you going to be in four years? Not the success? Uh, there's two,
0: yeah, I, there's two avenues. You know, there's uh, I am legend, you know, Robert Neville. You know, yeah. in the bottom of a bunker with my dog, because this doomsday crap is going to be crazy. Next four years are going to be wild. So mark your territory. You know, buy your buy a toilet toilet paper and get your dog food and cat food. You know, for <laughs> your pets because you got to take care of them first. But uh, if everything in this world goes, you know, normal and according to plan. Uh, in the next four years, man, I hope to have a bunch of books out and having a residual income that I could just be living in an RV and traveling all around America and Europe and hopefully Australia and just meeting new people and telling stories, man. I love road tripping and I'm really adaptable. I lived on the road before. I'll take my kitty cats with me uh, or I'll leave them in my mom's barn. You know, they'll be good and grow up uh, just great there. But I hope to be uh, meeting many people and hopefully making movies uh, and you know maybe doing a TV show. Of course, because you know I'm all about just documenting stories and I'm working harder than most of these people out here because there's only 24 hours in a day and I'm I'm busy 22 of them. You know, so <laughs> who else is out there for 23? If if they're out there, come on, uh, call me out. Let's call me out like into the woods. You know, not we don't want to fight. Let's just hike. I'm all for it. Let's swim, fight. <laughs> kayak i'm all about you know uncharted territories and crazy adventures so hopefully i've just extended my bucket list and then marked a few more off my bucket list and just have a plethora of more stories and even more friends and just more stuff to look back on man because i'm just a creator i write music every day i uh, work on my books i try to make memories we are all creators even if you're not actually creating you know, speaking is creating, we spell words, we have to stop acting like we're normal. We are balls of energy that just exist on this earth. We like heaven exists, ghosts exist. They just said UFOs are real. Like we are alive during one of the most extraordinary times, most important times in humanity. So we have to grasp that. And I'm just trying to, you know, grasp it and dribble that ball around this court and try to find, you know, the hidden codes, Mm -hmm around you know in the cracks and crevices and i'm trying to warn people too because the missing 401 stuff people are vanishing out there and the news isn't telling anybody so monsters exist but so does have angels exist they'll look out for you but you have to have your wide eye open man and uh you know don't be worried about death you know, it's not the end. I am a firm believer of just existence. Energy's never created nor destroyed. It's always existed. The only thing that's never existed is coincidence. You know, mermaids, dragons, pyramids, spaceships, it all existed. But coincidence? Nah.
1: uh Right. All right. So I like that. So one thing that we've been doing in the last shows is, is I give these great testaments. So I'm going to give you your testament and then We'll let you give a quick shout out to that. So here, here's the thing. We already went over your influence on the population. Um, and with influence, you get growth, you get stunned in some places, you, you pick up and you, you go on from there. Um, one cool thing about you is, uh, and everybody always told you this, you probably heard this since you were three years old, is you got that energy. That energy is amazing what you have. And always keep that going in this world because there's not a lot of people like you. Um, There's people like me that facilitate people that have energy, but I am not that energy. I I have a potential to see that energy, but I'm not going to exude it. I'm going to be like, hey, here's the energy bearer.
0: You know, energy recognizes energy, man. (laughs) That's all I can say. I I recognize you. You recognize me. (laughs) You definitely got the funk, man.
1: All right. So um, with books, books uh, have, they said, 85 selling points. The one we want to talk about is entice. Enticing are every subject that you present every single day in anything that you're doing. Um, it's so hard to get people to grasp to that um, from an advertiser's perspective. That's amazing. You do it naturally. Nobody does that. Everybody has to build up to it. You're just doing it and it's there. It entices people. You get it following. So that's something that's very commendable, something that you should write another book about outside of all this, a book on pure marketing, um, Uh That's something that you have, something you should look into, something that you should dive into um, as a monetary thing later on down the road in the future. We'll talk about monetizing stuff. I'll get with you on that. Um, I'll be free sometime in a few weeks. Well, june 1st call me on june 1st or whatever i'll give you my yeah
0: i will man i will yeah definitely and i'll and i'll give you a whole broad
1: spectrum and i'll send you information but um being an enigma an enigma is something that has no adjective they just call it an enigma they put charismatic on there but an enigma is an energy that has no carbon copy so take that for what it is because they always say Jeff Hardy, and if you look at him and you know his story, we talk talking real life, we talk about wrestling, it's something about that guy. That guy, it doesn't matter what he does, it's gold. Even the bad crap, they eat, or what the world calls bad, he comes back around. Everybody wants to be around Jeff Hardy. And you can tell people yeah. want to be around you. You can tell that the world surrounds itself around you with everything you say. Uh, one thing on the positive end, there's no craziness in the world. There's people with elevated uh, levels of thinking that's how we think about crazy. So in the near future, if you would not, not to be like a father or be rude, but you shouldn't use crazy. You just have a higher level of thinking your functionality, your functionality is high. So your functionality is misunderstood. These are things that people don't want to talk about. These are the things that uh, people put stereotypes on, make things like you're saying and things that you're studying taboo and out of sorts. But those people that do that, They either have one of those minds, either a round or flat. We won't debate the round or flat minds or anything round or flat today. That's another topic for another day when we do that. We'll do that as one of my controversy sales episodes. Uh, I'll definitely get you back for that because you know exactly what I'm leading into and we'll just leave it there for for right now. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to pat yourself on the back. I don't know what shift you work when you go to work or whatever you do in life. After you get off this podcast, you probably got another show to do in about 53 minutes. Um, So here, here's the deal. You are a winner in life. There are no losers in life. Uh, I know we learn this stuff from sports and anything that has competition doesn't have to be sports, but you are a winner in life for these things that I've just said. Uh, What you have to do in this world and your obligation, what you have to do is continue what you're doing. Don't stop, don't let anything feel like a hindrance or a burden to you. The moment you do that is the moment you lose your will to live, okay? And that's something you got to stick with. And you'll have this video. You'll hear this dialogue maybe in a week or two. I got to look at the schedule. You know, we'll talk about that. But you'll have this knowledge. And I'm not anybody wise. I'm not anybody that's anything. I'm just a normal traveler that goes everywhere. And I see people in a certain energies. Um, And anything that I do and take this as a testament, I don't just bring anybody on the show. I got to vibe with you. I've got to see what you got going on that links up to the audience, not me, but to the legion. The Legion, they're the people that are behind everything that you're behind. They're the people that, you know, I'm not saying the unspoken bunch because we're not going to put a connotation on how the people think of the things that you and I think about. Because if we do that, we're no better than the other people. So I'm going to say this to you. Be proud, be strong, keep your message going, keep your mottos going, and stay within your confines of your thoughts. Don't ever let some man, woman, or binary because we got to do that for political reasons. Not political like, you know what I mean, but anybody. Don't let them move you off of your thoughts, your dreams, your intuitions, because the moment you do that, you die. You become not Connor, not Connor Flynn. You become Connor Jones or something. You become another iteration of yourself. So with that, Connor, I'm going to tell you, thank you for being a West Virginia Commonplace. Give a shout out to whoever you want to, and thank you for being on the
0: show. Yeah, man. I thank you for all that too, man. That, uh, that will definitely stick with me. And that just proves that, uh, unpredictable things happen, you know, an hour and a half ago, me and you didn't know this was going to happen. now we're leaving this with just so much feeling and knowledge and inspiration. And honestly, it makes me tear up a little bit. It's uh, kind of <laughs> crazy. Uh, it's just meant to be. And I definitely, uh, appreciate it. Uh, I'm shouting out my mom, uh, <laughs> We, my dog ran away uh, tonight, and today's been a really rough day, uh, so I hope my mom, we, I hope we find the dog in the morning, and I hope my dad's, uh, my dad just retired as a fireman, so that's pretty oh, wow. awesome, a uh, long time coming, uh, and then my sister, you know, she's came a long way from, uh, you know, what she's battled through, so shout out to my family, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with them, uh, they inspire me every day, so... Thank you for the situation and the opportunity. It's just a beautiful situation, man. Like I'm, I'm writing this down in my journal today and uh, you know, the day before the meteor shower, it's just so meant to be and written out in the stars. Wow, I, I can't wait to write about it in the next book, man. Thank you.
1: All right, and once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to West Virginia and Commonplace. There are no bells and whistles to what I do because what I do is what I do. Um, we had Connor Flynn on today. Bigfoot Anonymous, can you plug one more time the social media and then we'll wrap it yeah,
0: up. Yeah, for sure, man. Bigfoot Anonymous uh, on TikTok, Instagram, Bigfoot Anonymous, and then on YouTube, Bigfoot Anon. And then uh, I have a movie coming out called Zillafoot. It's about to be a crazy creature feature. Uh, you can buy, you can pre-order it uh, on Blu-ray through Facebook, Zillafoot, so part Godzilla, part Bigfoot, supposed to be crazy, and to uh, really touch on that media question real quick, my dream and my goal in the next like few months, like four months, is to have a documentary put out by me, you know, with me in the woods, me interviewing people officially, so that's, that's my next media goal for myself, but Zillafoot, I'm really proud of that. I play myself, cryptid research <laughs> officer. I've warned the military of this monster coming. They, uh, they know I'm telling the truth, but they escort me out. They pay the price. I'm, I'm super excited to see
1: the
0: movie. All, all I've seen is my my scene, so I'm really excited to see uh, the rest of the movie. And I'm going to have my popcorn ready, uh, but not from the microwave, because no microwave food for me the last five years, other than fast food, because I know they do that. I don't have fast food very often but I know they, they microwave that food, but I haven't had a microwave in my house and I don't even like having Wi-Fi in here because it definitely messes with your sleep. And uh, back in the day before all this internet, we were just a little bit more closer with earth. So just think what Sasquatch uh, can think and feel. They have infrasound echolocating and just superpowers, you know, because humans have superpowers. We can create the world in our dreams, deja vu and just electricity. So think what a unpoisoned and unthreatened and something that has no faults and no insecurities. They just get to be themselves out there. What a beautiful thing. Uh, so I'm just trying to find that bridge between our ancestors and warn people of monsters. So I'm doing uh, some work like Adam and Eve. You know, catch me in the garden of Eden. I'm right there with the serpents. 27 to 28 trees. Torreya is also known as gopherwood. That's what Noah used to build the ark. The only place (laughs) that grows is right over there. So either Noah was importing and exporting out there or the the ark was carved out over there. So I'm trying to, you know, tap into time lapses and portals and meditate. So tomorrow night with the moon. Oh, man, I'm going to be mixing up some potions and hopefully I'll be uh, up in the sky uh, flying high. I'm really excited.
1: Alright, so once again guys I want to thank you um for taking us time to listen. I want to thank you Connor for taking your time to be on here and we are signing off.
0: Please follow WV Uncommonplace on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, TikTok where we have some great content, Facebook, LinkedIn, hit up the merch store at onecommonplace.square.site, join the email list from the website, and rate, subscribe, and give feedback from your favorite podcatcher. And lastly, thanks for listening and tune into the next episode.